Let's talk about rule breaking. Which three common fashion guidelines do I think we should kick out? Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Zaina Rose, and you're listening to the On Stage Style Podcast. I'm an image strategist and consultant, and I believe you're more charming, productive, and powerful when you're confident about the way you look and feel. This show will help you to explore your personal style and communication so you can present yourself online and in person as the brilliant badass you are or aspire to be. Okay, everybody, why did I think of talking about this? Well, I've recently been thinking about how so many fashion rules, of which I'm not that fond anyways, are so outdated and actually old-fashioned. And I get a lot of questions about these old-fashioned fashion rules, and it stresses people out. So I'm always looking to dispel things that are stressing you out or free you from things you don't even have to worry about in the first place. And before we get into it, I'll just make a distinction between fashion and style. So I called them fashion rules because I believe, I mean, there are many definitions to style, but I believe that your style is a part of the outward expression of your individuality, right? So saying there are style rules sounds a bit funny to me, but fashion rules are things that we can look up and that we can, um, that we hear about from so many other people. So the reason that I think there are things that are to be disobeyed is because when you free yourself of those things, you step even more into your individuality in terms of how you dress. And that directly lends to increasing your confidence, which I think then spreads to your confidence in other things and your capability in other things. Um, And, Obviously, there are fewer rules than there were before, but what I've noticed or what I've been thinking about when preparing this episode for you is that I think I've always sort of done like done things slightly differently and had my own idea of what looked good. And when it's not something you actively think about, it can be confusing, right? So um, things, I guess what I'm saying is like things that were not the average were always a little more interesting to me, and I didn't necessarily want to look like everybody else. Um, and because I do what I do, and I come from a background of of psychology and image consulting, um, I actually, you know, studied etiquette, and I studied what is right for different types of people based on body type and personality, and and what they do. Um, and I studied things like dress codes. And I've taught those things to the people who need that information. And I I realized that I always had it in me to rebel against dress codes. And not when, I mean, when it's advantageous to you to follow a dress code, then I advocate for doing that. Because the most important thing is how you're going to be perceived and what do you need from that situation? What do you need from that audience, right? So find an authentic way to go along with dress codes. Um, There might be professional reasons, cultural reasons, and ultimately that comes down to etiquette and etiquette is about helping other people to feel comfortable. So that aside, it is interesting to go through what is expected, what is according to the rules in order to hit your creative spot because you find out what you like and what you don't like, um, which is interesting. And and as I say, I think I've always slightly rebelled against the rules. And I think about going to um, image consulting conferences in the past back when things were a little more formal. And 
you would find people dressed in very professional attire. So let's say sometimes full, more formal suiting and all of the accessories that go along with those dress codes. And I would always do, and I will tell you, you know, some people recognize my creativity and, and other people, not in a judgmental way, but would notice that I would be kind of doing things a little differently, whether it was the type of shoes that I wore or the types of accessories that may have been I don't know, a little more creative at that time or out of scale for me or something, but I felt matched my personality and I did it because it made me feel good. Um, and and actually, I think, yeah, when I was a kid, my dad used to wear sneakers with his suits. So I think that's where I, think that's where I got that from. <laughs> um, he would go to a wedding or like, I mean, he rarely wore suits. He's that personality type that you would call natural and those people don't prefer in a, as a general rule in that personality type if you fall into it you don't prefer to wear a suit ever I mean you would do sometimes out of respect for the occasion of the wedding or um a different type of oca- uh, occasion but but yeah I think that's where it, I got the uh I got that from Adidas and suits so so that might have been where that started but anyway okay so I'm going to talk about three common fashion guidelines. And the three that I'm going to talk about, they are not obscure. They're super common, but I ju- that is the reason that I want to just get into them a little bit and why I think they can be disobeyed. So the first one, don't wear white after Labor Day. So by the way, I put this out on Instagram last night and I said I would be doing this and I asked for people to chime in on which rules they think should be kicked out. And two of the three that I'm going to share with you today came up. So thank you to Yui and Vivian for sending those in. Okay. So the first one, wear, do not wear white after Labor Day. So I, I couldn't remember why that even started. It's obviously not something that, um, makes a lot of sense anymore. And a lot of people have thrown this one out, but this, believe it or not, is still a question I get often. Um, People wonder what, and I think it's because this is kind of ingrained culturally in North America for some reason. So people often ask me if, if it's light colors or white are okay to wear in the fall and winter. And absolutely they are because you should wear what you love. You should wear what flatters you. You should wear what actually feels good on your body. But I looked it up and I don't know, you know, Google. I, I mean, so many sources, right? But uh, but apparently this was something that over 100 years ago, let's say the more affluent set of women started to um, create, I guess, like cultural dressing guidelines amongst themselves. And they would, I don't know, what is the best way to say this? Like influence each other, I guess. And so they felt that the color white is to be worn in summertime and um, on vacations and that type of thing. And then they wouldn't necessarily use that color in fall and winter. And amongst themselves, they would know. So I don't know if it was an unspoken thing or a spoken thing, wasn't there. But it's got it's got a history um even if that's not quite right, if somebody really knows, you can tell me, but I, I'm going to try to look it up again. But anyways, so it's an outdated, it's an outdated social norm. Let's call it that. Let's call it that. So yes, wear white. Um, little note about white, 
bright white. There are so many whites, right? They're bright whites, warm whites, cool whites, muted whites. So there's there are different ones, and maybe um, you preference certain ones in different seasons. But but that's absolutely not something you need to worry about. So we're kicking out that one for sure. Don't wear white after Labor Day. Nope. Um, okay, the second one is no mini skirts after forty. And let's also let's also expand this to say short shorts, okay? <laughs> so mini skirts, short shorts, whatever it is you skirt, I don't know, whatever it is you might like to wear after forty or any other age. Um, I don't know where that started. I didn't bother trying to look that up, but here's what I think. Um, Again, I mean, all of this stuff is going to boil down to do what's right for you, do what's comfortable for you, do what you love. And some people never liked a mini skirt or a shorty short. And some people love those things. So if that's something that you want to wear and you feel good in it, then wear that. And I will say, I mean, this isn't, this goes for everything, but, but pick the type that's most flattering for you. And of course there are different lengths of skirts and shorts and rompers and other garments. Um, and my, my main piece of advice when shopping for those things is that you sit down in them before you purchase, because I think many of us have made that mistake before of not doing that. And then you realize that it's actually much too short. And when I say too short, I mean, for you to be comfortable because I'm just going to go ahead. I, I hope no one finds this judgmental, but I'm just going to go ahead and say you don't want to expose too much right? for so many different reasons. So, so no, there's not an age limit to those things. And it can be, in fact, very powering, empowering to wear what you love that suits your physique and all that stuff. And Guys, J-Lo turned 50 this year. Gwen Stefani is 50. Jay-Z is 50. Like, these people are at the height of style. Um, they do not, I mean, I'm not saying Jay-Z wears short shorts. That's not what I'm saying. But let me just talk about Gwen Stefani and J-Lo. <clears throat> they wear what they want to wear, and they look incredible. And I think I was having this conversation. This keeps popping up. The J-Lo turning 50, got, Jennifer Lopez turning 50, got a lot of press. And so people are talking about it here and there because they kind of can't believe how incredible she looks. And and I'll speak for others who, as well as myself, but I think a lot of us are very grateful that she's making that, although we're not near that age, like she's making that age look easy and incredible and so youthful. So wear what you want to wear. Wear what you want to wear, but be comfortable. And it's nice when it flatters you. So there are so many different garments out there. Just find the best one. So that's number two. You can certainly wear a mini skirt or short shorts if you like. And the third fashion rule is you may have heard less is more. I think there's merit to this. I think for some personality types, for many situations, less is more. And one of the reasons that that is even a saying or a piece of advice is, in my opinion, that you generally want to be the focus of your picture 
right? So when people look at you, you want to be the thing that they focus on, the thing that is most visible and apparent, especially if you are doing something for business or speaking a message or trying to make a difference with your words. You don't want to distract from what you're trying to do with your outfits, right? So they should be supportive of you. Um, Another reason is that that is a more classic, easy way to dress. I happen to think that sometimes more is more, but there's more thought that needs to go into that, I suppose. Um, So you may have heard, I think, I don't know if it was from Coco Chanel, but there's a piece of advice, you know, take off the last thing you put on in terms of accessories. So you don't want, so the other thing is with accessories, you don't necessarily want to confuse the point of focus for a lot of people. Um, But for other people, go ahead and layer lots of accessories and create a look that feels energizing and that, you know, you can put your creativity into because it can be really fun to play with different pieces, whether it be mixing patterns and fabrics and colors or layering on accessories. So less is more. I don't think that's a rule that we need to obey. It might be the right choice for the day, for the situation, for you always, but sometimes more is more. So play with different looks and find out what you love. Okay, so to summarize, we're kicking out these rules, these fashion rules, because they're outdated. And the most important thing is that you do what feels good for you. And that also, you know, what is best for you in other ways. So if it's advantageous for you to be perceived a certain way, you authentically find a way to be perceived in that way. Um, And the three things that you no longer need to obey, no white after Labor Day or in the fall winter, no mini skirts or short shorts after a certain age, and less is more. And so that's it. So if you have other, we'll do this one again. This can be a reoccurring because there are lots of these. Um, If you have any fashion rules or what you perceive to be style rules that you have questions about that you think should be kicked out and disobeyed, send me a message. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Zaina Rose. That's Z-A-Y-N-A-R-O-S-E. And you can also come and join me if you're on Facebook. And if you're an entrepreneur, you can come and join me in the Entrepreneur Style Lab. So that's my closed Facebook group. And some really cool and fun things are happening in there. So you can just ask to join. And other than that, I've got a free online workshop coming up for you in November. So you can message me on either of those platforms or you can go to onstagestyle.com forward slash workshop and we'll get you all hooked up for that. Okay, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you have a chance to rate and review the podcast, I'd be most grateful as it helps new people to find the show and to join in as well. For more information, visit onstagestyle.com. There you can actually search all of the podcast content and go back to anything you wanted to hear again. And you'll find the link to my free Facebook community, the Entrepreneur Style Lab. Love to see you there.